every time when you're progressing with your career to say, okay, I'm going to dare to take this choice over exploring something else. For me, it's always a daring moment, but it goes back to the point. If you know what you like, what you're passionate about, you just need to keep on pursuing it. Welcome to Darecast by Henke. Hi, my name is Patricia Reiners. I am the host of this podcast and a freelance UX designer from Berlin. My passions are innovation, immersive tech, and of course, usability. And today I have two awesome guests here with me. I am super excited that you two are here. So the first one is Masha Barshitz Novak. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a strategy planning manager. She started her Henkel career in beauty and local marketing in Croatia. She works more than 13 years in the company and in the last five years in global headquarters, focusing on marketing and strategy for beauty and exercise. And she's a mother of two and a passionate reader. Hi, Masha. Hello, Valencia. <laughs> and um, we have Mohammed El Tonzi. Everyone calls you Tonzi, as I heard. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I will do the same. Uh, he's a global category lead for efficient detergents. Originally, he's an Egyptian pharmacist um, <laughs> and he found his passion in marketing, driving him managing local brands in Egypt to global category leadership in a headquarter. And his main objective is to build a career in global environment where globalized theory <laughs> could be adopted for the best of business and convergent world population. Welcome, you two. <laughs> Super excited Welcome that you are here. You. Thank you. So today we will talk about crafting a global career. Yeah. Both of you started locally in Egypt and Croatia and then kind of uh, switched to a global career. Mm. And I'm curious, how how did that start it? Actually, for me, it was never planned. <laughs> it just uh, It just happened. So as you said, I'm originally a pharmacist. So actually, I had one internship during university in marketing. And I thought to myself, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. And then I joined Henkel in Egypt and it was an amazing experience. So really exploring different brands, different consumers, getting close to people also from different backgrounds, shaping campaigns, strategies for them. And then uh, afterwards, I really wanted to take it to the next level. So even I went back to school to study it. Uh, oh, wow. And then I came to Henkel here in Düsseldorf. And I was very lucky with experiencing too many different brands in too many different parts of the world, uh, working on acquisitions, working on uh, geographical expansion, working even on new brands. I mean, uh, it's interesting. The important thing is just to know what your passion is and to yeah. keep on pursuing it. So, Masha, how was it for you? So, as you said, it, uh, my journey with Hengel started 13 years ago, but it was not my first job, but uh, don't calculate my age, <laughs> please. <laughs> Actually, my career started in uh, sales, although already in the university, I realized when I had a course of marketing that this, mm -hmm. is, this is something that I really want to do. Yeah. But I also told to myself before I go corporate, because I, I kind of felt that, you know, this is where the most exciting uh, part of marketing happens. I really want to try out to work in a small and uh, SME, so medium and uh, small company. And this mm -hmm. is exactly what I did. And when it came to the corporate part, I joined the Henkel, local Henkel in Croatia, which was at the time headquarters of a Central European, uh, Central Eastern European uh, sub-region called mm -hmm. uh, Adria. 
So what was for me super exciting there is that from Zagreb, the capital, I saw seven super different markets, a very different level of maturity. And I saw up close that basically every brand, um, depending on the market, uh, requires a different approach. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about being uh, in local marketing was being so close to the execution. So you see like a brand coming to life. You see, you know, these uh, products on uh, on shelf and the way that you can really influence directly and control, you know, what uh, the end consumer will uh, uh, use use yeah. tomorrow. So my, as you said, my career started in, uh, in beauty. And then after a while, I moved to headquarters. I, it's something that is just came to me. Like, unlike <laughs> you, Tansi, it's, uh, I asked for it. <laughs> and it was for me, uh, continuing of a journey. So see the other part of it. So not so much the execution, but, you know, how these brands, how these products come to life. You know, you, you come from the idea and how this like really materializes. So this is, this is what was uh, very like exciting for me to try out and have this like a 360 view of marketing. And then after beauty, I joined adhesives. So another business unit yeah. from uh, Henkel, which is the big advantage of Henkel. I mean, you can stay within the company, do very different things. And sometimes you feel really it's uh, many companies in one. And uh, yeah, so... I can imagine. Uh, yeah, so last five years I, I've been uh, in global. Yeah, pretty impressive, both of your careers. Yeah. Um, super <laughs> inspiring. Masha, what would you say, what are really like the perks of managing a local brand? Mm. You know, when you think back of the beginning of your career. Mm. Again, if you want to go have a global career, I would always advise to start local. Okay. It has a bit different position and view as global marketeer. If you have this understanding, things happen on the local level. So I would say the advantage of starting locally and managing a local brand is this intimacy and proximity to the Mm -hmm. end user. It's just around the corner and uh, you see like your, your work and the things that are helping your brand come to both life. Like if you have a new brand or uh, strengthen the the image in uh, the mind of your consumers and things that don't work. It's kind of like a very like a fast game uh, in uh, FNCG, but it's a super exciting one. And the other thing I would say in uh, local marketing is understanding this background processes that Mm -hmm. you are not as a global part of. It's, you know, how this physical product comes to the shelf and what is really like a needed to get there. Somebody has to produce it still like a global part, (laughs) but you know, somebody has to like a physically bring it to the local warehouse. And then based on what the key account manager agreed with the customer, they put it together aligned with marketing, like on certain like position on shelf and how you communicate what in order to do all that, you have to know like your consumer, you have to know like what is in their heads. It's both explaining what the product does. So does this glue sticks to a certain material? Yeah. So is it like a glue for a wood or something else? Does your shampoo is, you know, is it uh, for the dry hair or something else? But also... Something on a deeper level is like, how does it make you feel? You mm. have to understand like, what is the, the problem, like the deep issue of your consumer that you are solving with mm-hmm. this product. So this is yeah, what, what you see up close from local marketing. And how is that when you compare that to 
like the global situation where you're right now, Tonzi, you know, everything that Mahana just shared? I think it's a full package. Like she yeah. was explaining, yes. you have to, um, I really recommend that anyone should experience the two uh, parts of the yeah. story because mm. for me, global is super exciting. Yeah. The fact that Henkel is available like in all the different continents of the world. So it means that you need to follow up almost the news of the whole world every day. So every day you walk into the office and it's a fast moving consumer good. So something happened. Hmm. Either a competitor launched a new thing, a new consumer trend hmm. happened, a certain TV commercial that we are airing in South Korea, uh, hmm. people see it in a certain way and then you need to adjust it super immediately. Hmm. So it is, it is super exciting and there is always something going on and it gives you this feeling that you need to maybe speak about the same thing, but in different languages. So one brand, let's say personal brand, the, the latest brand I was managing, when you work on it, you need to think how it should look in exactly the same way mm -hmm. all over the world, but mm -hmm. at the very same time, speak in the local language. So if mm -hmm. there are certain local insights, local needs, we need to cater to it. And I also like about this one or the global part that you are also in direct exchange with different cultures. So it really mm -hmm. opens your mind, it really opens your way of thinking that maybe you can get some learnings from Australia and apply it in uh, the US. There is always something exciting over there and that's why I'm too passionate about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Mm -hmm. um, But I think like from the outside, right? Like when, when I am seeing both of your careers, it looks super impressive um, and like very fascinating to see that, how you manage that, especially the jump from like the local, you know, where you started to like the global headquarter. Have there been any moments where you felt, you know, I really needed to dare something? So really daring moments, which were maybe a little bit tricky, but you thought I will take that next step. During moments, yeah, there are many. If if I <laughs> if, if if I think of one, it's always when I am due to take a next step yeah. in my job. Mm, yeah. So every time I, um, so when I started my global career, it was 2015, and then in my head it was like, okay, I do it two years and then I go back to local. But then every time there is a job rotation. I find something, yeah, I want to try this one still. Yeah, I want to try this one still. And this thing is quite, it's not easy to make such choice. Mm. So every time when you're progressing with your career to say, okay, I'm going to dare to take this choice over mm. going to another, over going to a different experience, over exploring something else. For me, it's always a daring moment. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's not easy, but it goes back to the point, if you know what you like what you're passionate about, you just need to keep on pursuing it. So how do you make that decision? It's not easy <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, okay, I go on a 15K run. <laughs> I put on ah. my headphones. I, <laughs> I uh, think about all the things that mm -hmm. uh, could mm -hmm. happen and could not happen, what I can uh, gain, what I can lose. I finish my run. I put them on a sheet of paper. And I sleep on it, and the next day I move forward. Great tip. How is that for you, Masha? For me, it was always a gut feeling. Okay. And I always kind of knew what I wanted. With family, it's a bit more complicated, let's put it that way. 
So for me, the biggest daring moment was uh, to move from Croatia to Germany. If I would be moving somewhere further away, I think the culture shock would not be as much mm -hmm. because it's Europe, it's something close, you expect something familiar, but it's not. <laughs> And also having like a two little kids, it's, you know, it's so many things that is going through your head, but you learn also to see yourself and your culture also differently. And that's one of the best things that you can do. Like even if you decide after going global really to go local, I, I was in the same situation. <laughs> I also came here for two years. Now I'm five already here, but it changes you. You don't come back as a, as a same person. So for me, again, like I'm moving a family into something that it's not so, you know, you, you don't know what you are getting yourself into. Yeah. You don't know the language really yeah. and the, how people will uh, accept you. It was the biggest moment, but, you know, looking back, uh, probably the best decision I could have made. What mindset really helped you to maybe make that decision and be really daring to try that out? Because for me, it definitely looks like a big decision to move to another country, especially yeah. with two kids. If you want it, I think there is a certain thought process that you should go through. Like, do I really want it? You know, the, the pluses and minuses. Mm -hmm. Am I ready for the minuses? Do I really feel passionate about the, the pluses? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just go and uh, see. I I never heard, to be very honest, like anybody, even with the bad experience who said, like, I wish I never did it. It's always, you know, like, even yeah. if it's like a bad experience, you find some good things about it. It makes you stronger. It makes you better. At least you recognize the people, situation, teams that mm -hmm. you don't want to be part of which is also valuable so i would say just go and there and uh, try mm -hmm. it out and uh, also if it's not you know what you what you want it's you just uh, go and change it it's also legit you just do something else so we are always preparing a little game for our guests which is called pairs of words uh, i will briefly explain how it works so our guests have to take turns choosing one of the two words that I'm about to read out. And of course, there is no right or wrong. And the goal is to be fast and to be spontaneous. So, Masha, first yes. one for you. Mm -hmm. Analog or digital? Analog. Okay. Ponzi, stomach or head? Head. That was fast. <laughs> <laughs> Masha, uh, Croatia or Germany? Croatia. <laughs> LinkedIn or Instagram? LinkedIn. Video call or mail? Video call. Egypt or Germany? Egypt. Okay. <laughs> Home office or office? Office. Okay. Local or global? Global. Okay. So fast. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. For me, super interesting to hear that you are also talking about failure or about not mm. being scared of a failure that might happen yeah. here or there, but there are oh, always... Oh, you are scared. <laughs> you are scared. You know, somebody said I mean, once, like, the being brave is not about, like, not having a fear. It's, you know, just uh, go ahead and uh, and, anyway. and do it. So I would, I would also say, again, like, uh, if you feel like there is something that 
you would love to do. You just uh, go without too much thinking it through and uh, you just go and do it. And go for it. Go for it, yes. <laughs> Did you ever got any career advices from any mentors, parents, friends? Like, Masha, was there one for you where you felt like this was a really horrible career advice when you look back on it? Horrible? Um, yes. <laughs> there was. It was not uh, career advice. It was one one point of like a how negotiate uh, mm -hmm. next step and your salary <laughs> i got like really bad advice I, i was told you go ahead and say you deserve more it's like you don't earn enough on this it's like it's so don't do it if if you're in this situation that you feel okay i'm, I'm ready for next step or i think i should be earning more how you are contributing to to the team and the, to to the business and also be ready to change some things like a take mm -hmm. additional tasks or or something something like that I really like uh, you know think through and put it in the way of shaping your career path not just you know about the purely compensation or if you feel it's it's right or not so yeah that was But it was a learning moment. <laughs> so this is something that I learned uh, the hard way. But uh, I had a very understanding boss who <laughs> gave like immediate feedback. She was like a super understanding. And uh, well, thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, I feel yeah. it's super helpful also for listeners. I mean, everyone needs to go through that process, yes. especially if you're working in a corporate environment. So the tip that you just shared with like thinking about what you could do for the team, what extra work you could do. Exactly. Or, How you could negotiate in a smart way makes so much sense, yeah, right? Like, yeah. not I need, but what exactly. can I do for exactly. the company yes. to receive something? I think it's a great tip. Talking about tips, Tonzi, if you're thinking about a great tip that you got mm. um, throughout your career from someone, is there something that comes in your mind? Yes, I think I think there's one that comes up my mind. I was once told that I... I, I like actually this statement. Uh, so... It was my my boss even back in Egypt, and he was saying, "Always be you, only better." And this is a foundation for, to be honest, how I approach everything in life, not only work. So I always think about, first of all, how can I bring my genuine self to this project, or how can I bring my genuine mm. self also to this team? What are my features? What are the things that I can really add? And at the very same time, I always think how I can improve myself. And if I improve myself, I improve what I can do. And I also improve the output. So I really think this advice is one that I really appreciate. And I take into consideration, as said, in different aspects, whether it's private or personal or work, professional, sports, everything. You need to have this mindset that you need to have your own that say identity, yeah. but still you keep on developing it. I love that. This mm. is such a good tip, right? It's yeah. so easy to get distracted true. left and right and mm. don't really be true to yourself. Exactly. I love that. But you still need this approach of like becoming a better version exactly. or, um, you know, person or also work-related, right? Like your careers, when you look at it, it constantly grew over the time, which is like super interesting.
So we are always sharing one special food for thought at the end of every episode. It can be a special takeaway, a resource, a skill, a tool, basically anything that you would like our listeners to take away with. Masha, what is your takeaway? When I'm thinking about like being at the beginning of your career or thinking about the next step, I would say just to think about what you are good at and what excites you, but also where you are going, like what the culture, what the values are all about. If they are at the core really matching yours. It's not that everything uh, is going to be there that you will like and, and love, but is it the important things? Are they really what you feel passionately about. And before the end, I would just say one thing that I recently read that I love. They say that if you have a lot of work to do, so high workload, you only feel it as a work. So without the love, you will feel stressed. But if you put the, the love ingredient into the mixture, you will feel the, the passion about what you do. Awesome. I love that. Tommy, <laughs> yes. what is your last... <laughs> Take away for all listeners. I think something that could help a lot and help me a lot through my career and my professional life is building a network. Not building a network just to, I don't know, help you to get to the right spot in your career ladder or whatsoever. For me, it's really about being curious. So getting to know people, asking them questions asking them for tips, asking them for what to do, what not to do, even getting to know them, getting to know their qualities, how they work and so on. It has proven for me to be super helpful mm -hmm. because first you get to hear stories from others that can inspire you to go for what you want or can inspire you to know even what you want. Second, you get to also know things that you don't want to be mm. and know things that mm. you don't want to do. So, for example, if I talk to someone in a supply chain, I understand, ah, okay, so you really do it in this way. Hmm, maybe this is not a rotation that I would like to do. Yeah. But also it helps me as a third thing with my job itself to know what the others are doing. Mm. Because sometimes we are too harsh on others. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, bam, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And you forget the full picture that this person is not not delivering. This person is working on it. You just mm -hmm. need to understand what the others are doing. So really being curious and, and, and creating a network, getting to know something about everyone you're working with and not even the people you're working with, but others, it helps, it helps one grow. And I always believe that If we grow, everything around us continues to grow. Mm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, especially adding like the whole factor of empathy yes. to really understand people around you, exactly. your team and company culture as well, right? You get to know where the people are coming from, where their actions, yeah. reactions. And uh, this empathy creates an environment that you would want to work in. That's super. Mm. Yeah, I think it's... Just, A really great tip also for people who are maybe just starting out the career because mm -hmm. you can do that from day one mm -hmm. to talk to people, ask them for a coffee or lunch, especially in the corporate environment. It's pretty easy to reach out to people, exactly. right? And talk to them, mm -hmm. learn not only about the role, but also about their story, um, which is, I think, like, super interesting because you not only build your network, but learn about, mm -hmm. you know, their insights mm -hmm. and takeaways. Mm -hmm. 
Very interesting. Thank you both so much for sharing your stories, Tonzi, Masha. Thank you. Um, many insights and thank you for being so honest. For me, it was especially interesting that you both really highlighted the great thing of starting local because you really mm -hmm. focus on like the people, you see what happens with the products you're working on, you're really close to your customers, which I think is super interesting. And you talked about failure, about being daring, about not being scared mm -hmm. of taking that next mm -hmm. steps which is definitely a super important thing if you want to build a career like you do. Just like go out there. Sometimes you are unsure. You will find the right decision if you are passionate about something. Mm -hmm. Just like follow that path. But be daring and don't be scared to do certain things. Things mm -hmm. will, you know, you will figure it out. And if not, you will have a lot of learnings that help mm -hmm. you on the way. Yes, true. Exactly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting, Patricia. Sure. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, be the one who dares and tune in our next episode. 